Welcome to Crazy Day, where I explore my own curiosity and invite you along for the ride. Ready to go? Welcome to Crazy Day, my podcast about curiosity and what's on my mind. This week, I've been curious about timelines, beginnings, endings, and how everything flows together. What's the line in the old semi-sonic song about every beginning comes from some other beginning's end? I've been thinking a lot about that lately, too. In a recent conversation with a bunch of other guys, someone asked a great question I hadn't thought of before. They asked each of us about the different phases in our life so far, and which one was our favorite. One guy split his life into phases based on his education and career. Another split his along lines based on his relationship status. Single, married, and then parenthood. Certainly that's one that I can relate to, even as I approach what I might think of as a fourth one in that method, which is having grown-up kids living on their own. But when my turn came to share, I chose to split my life into three phases so far, framed in terms of traveling, or maybe a journey. Phase one was my childhood, feeling a bit like a ship floating on calm waters, with the wind starting to stir a bit towards the end. Smooth sailing for the most part. Of course, my childhood had its ups and downs, as all of ours do, but what I remembered, as I shared that night, was that I played a lot. I slept a lot. I went to school. And until my later teen years, I rarely gave much thought to my future. It was largely one of ignorant bliss. Video games, friends, school, and not much else, really. Somewhere in my teens, I began to imagine what I wanted to do with my life. Where did I want to go, and what did I want to be? I remember having a lot of ideas, running the gamut from firefighter to astronaut to archaeologist. God, I really loved archaeology. But somewhere along the way, I was taught and came to believe that there was a definite purpose for my life, a specific thing I was called or put here to do. I was taught that the worst thing that I could imagine was to get to the end of my life only to find out that God was disappointed that I hadn't done what he had put me here to do. But I was also taught that I was inherently flawed, incapable of any good on my own, with a propensity towards evil. And with that realization, my natural inclinations were placed in the shadow of that evil nature. Now, the next phase was what I call the wandering and seeking phase. It, it looked like being a sailboat on the water with the rudder up and the sails down. Desperate to know what that specific purpose was, but anxious about doing the wrong thing and fail at this thing that I was here to do, I joined a program that promised to help me find that purpose. Yet after dedicating two years of my life to the pursuit of it, I left without finding the clarity that I was promised. I left feeling pretty deflated. Perhaps my expectations were too high, or my drive too low, or countless other things that I could, no doubt, devote an entire podcast episode to. 
The end result, however, was the same. I stepped out into life with this rock-solid belief that I had a purpose, but I still didn't know what it was. I also knew that I couldn't trust my evil nature. You combine that with an unrecognized case of anxiety or fear of doing the wrong thing, and I found myself utterly paralyzed. Here I had been taught that the best future I could imagine was that my Maker would welcome me into his arms, saying, Well done, my good and faithful servant. But this same Maker seemed unwilling to give this servant any commands that I could discern. And so I waited, perhaps out of fear, perhaps out of stubbornness, but I waited for those commands to come, that plan to be laid out for me to follow. Man, I, I would have followed those plans to the end of time, if only they had come, in a way I could see, hear, or understand. But they didn't at least not in a way that I recognized. Left with that direction, I feel like I just kind of wandered for the next 20 years or so. Without anything guiding me, I went where the winds took me, just doing what seemed right or best in the moment. I explored a lot of things, met a lot of people, made a lot of mistakes, but I never found that definitive purpose. After 20 years without the answer I sought, I couldn't keep playing mental gymnastics anymore. I came to the point where I had to believe there were only two reasons for the silence. Either I was flawed, defective, or otherwise incapable of receiving this message that I was promised, or the person I was expecting to hear the message from didn't exist, or at least not in the form that I had been taught they did. I heard every reasoning from believers over that 20 years, and of the ones that weren't still blaming me in one way, shape, or form, none of them held water, none of them made sense, and certainly none of them yielded results or answers. The silence was just as deafening. Then in 2015, I began the third and current phase of my life. Traction feeling like the rudder finally hit the water, giving me some kind of direction. Years of doubt, depression, questioning, wandering, and frustration culminated in a moment of profound realization, or maybe awakening, though that word always makes me cringe for some reason. I feel like I was finally free to let go of those beliefs that had held me paralyzed for so long. Instead of seeing myself as inherently flawed or evil, desperately in need of divine validation, I saw for the first time ever that I could be, no, no, that I was something different, perfect and worthy as I was, capable of internal validation instead of needling it externally or even divinely. I was enough. Now, while this didn't make all of life's problems go away, of course, it did massively shift how I perceived them and perceived life itself. 
the deafening silence in response to the question, what am I here to do, didn't go away either, but I started to see it differently. I shed the belief that I was inherently dark, evil, and therefore untrustworthy, and learned to listen to the voice inside, and even trust the wisdom that had been there all along. It's a long, hard, slow journey full of unpacking and unraveling years of lessons that I internalized and combined with my own unique makeup. But for once, I feel like there's friction under my feet and I'm actually moving forward. For once, I feel free. For once, I feel like myself or at least closer to whoever that is. The destination isn't always crystal clear, but I no longer see that as a barrier to progress, but rather an invitation to adventure. So getting back to the second half of the original question then, which phase is my favorite? You might think that the third phase would be my answer, but really I can't say that that's true. Because while this is my current phase of life, I know that I wouldn't be here if it weren't for the previous two. And that being said, I know that this phase is setting up whatever I will eventually call phase four. My life is on a continuum where each beginning starts from another's end. Each phase has played its part to get me here, and I am so grateful for where I am. So how about you? What phases would you separate your life into? Would you be able to find a favorite one? Or would you view them like I do? So that's it for this episode of Crazy Day. If you've made it to the end, well then thank you. If you'd know of someone who would like this episode, I'd appreciate it if you would share it with someone or even post it on your social media feed. If you haven't already done so, would you mind leaving my show a review or a rating if your podcast player allows for it? Regardless of what you do, though, I love you all so much, and I'll see you on the next episode of Crazy Day.